This is JLS from the Nick of Time Show. Here to give you that Nick's talk. Just in the Nick of Time, and it's time to talk about the stressful Nick win in New York City. Man, I think I lost some weight watching this game because the, the Heat did not have Jimmy Butler, but you know what? The Knicks still win 111 to 105. Led by Jalen Brunson. Before I talk about Jalen Brunson, though, I'm going to give you some other stats. To think about RJ Barrett had 24 points, three assists, rebounds. Julius Randle, welcome back, Randle. We needed you. We needed all of you. 24, 25 points, eight assists, and 12. Josh Hart gives you 14, 11 rebounds, and nine assists. Hartenstein. Hartenstein had a huge three points. Nine rebounds, one assist, one assist. Probably the hugest three points, nine rebounds, one assist game I've seen in my entire life. And Josh Hart woke up and almost had a triple double 14 points, 11 rebounds, and nine assists. Hits you with the 30. So, man, it feels good. I know it's stressful for you guys, but it just feels good that you know what? We have lived through different eras of Knicks fandom and we no longer have to deal with Chase Randles and the Tony Douglases and the Ramon Sessions and the, the Sergio Rodriguez and the Shane Larkins and Emmanuel Uye. We actually have a point right? One ankle looking distressed. He, he looked like he was lost in the first half and he came to life in the fourth quarter and saved us. So shout out to it. My man, man. Shout out. Shout out to Jalen Brunson, shout out to Julius Randall, shout out to the team, man. Big team win, and it's a frustrating game, but listen, a win is a win, and I will take it. I will take it to the bank, and we're going to talk about it, man. Before I talk about it, shout out to FUBU TV. If you want to watch the Knicks for free, go to FUBUTV.com slash KOT, all right? And now I'm going to introduce my guys. First, it is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy, the stats, and the facts. Ryan G's in the building. Big win by the Knicks tonight. Definitely needed that. Yes. I'm not going to overly celebrate because it was a tight contest against a team without Jimmy Butler. So I'm not going to say we outside, but I will say this. We on the front porch chilling. I'm going to just leave it at that. We on the front, <laughs> porch, on the front porch. We on the front porch. <laughs> getting, yo, getting my hair braided and whatnot. We, we not all the way outside because the door is open and it's almost, the street lights are almost on. We might have to come in in a minute. But we're going to say it. <laughs> 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 so of course, you know, it is my man, uh, ESPN contributor, posting and toasting contributor. That's been contributor, my man, Yes, Cabido. What's going on, Lee? I feel the opposite of Brian. Uh, I didn't start watching Knicks until 2001. The good times were over. The desolation had begun. The James Dolan era was officially in its darkest moments. Here came Isaiah Thomas and Muchi Norris. And, man, things were rough. Uh, this was the best game of my life. This was the funnest game of my life, the most stressful game of my life, the biggest playoff game of my life. This was the biggest Knicks win in the history of my 23 years as a fan. Oh, wow. And I am ecstatic. There's silver lining. Ryan's right. They didn't have Jimmy Butler. They didn't have Matt Struess for periods. They didn't have Victor Oladipo. They didn't have Tyler Hero. Yes. But they had a head coach who might be the best in-game adjustment coach in the NBA. And Tibbs 
held his ground, and coached a hell of a game, and we got the W. Let's go! Did you see those three buckets in a row? IQ scored in the third quarter while his, while his, while his woman Ice Spice was in the front row. You saw that? Let's go! Oh, I'm hyped, y'all. Let's go! <laughs> Mellow in the house, baby. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it in front of the good yeah. goat, Mellow, man. He got a a, a, a crazy ovation. I, man, this was a stressful game, but I, I might sweat my ass off, first, bro. Man, man. But yeah, I, I, I've seen I've seen the Houston shot when he, he shot the last minute shot over in Miami the first time. I've seen the Miami Knicks battles when you know. When when Charlie Ward was flipped in the playoffs and everybody got suspended, I, I've I've seen a bunch of stuff. <laughs> this is not the most stressful, but this was pretty. This is up there. This is up understood. There. This was for a long time, this is the most stressful. Definitely, long time. for real, for real, for real, real. But yo, I, I want to start with the stress of Jalen Brunson and watching him play. If you follow me on Twitter, I was screaming, "Get that man off the court!" for like three quarters because it. I couldn't. He looked like he couldn't walk. He looked like he had. He, anybody watch Dragon Ball Z? He looked like he had yeah. like the weight. You know, when they be training with the weights, and they be like, he looked like he was training with big weights on. And he couldn't slide his feet. He was getting killed on on defense. It looked like every time he tried to blow by somebody, he didn't have the the speed to get by him because he he was hurt his ankles. He looked he looked worthless for like two and a half quarters, <laughs> and then all of a sudden. Tibbs makes an adjustment. People start moving the ball, and we're able to kind of like just have him spot up and shoot threes. <laughs> Long behold, he was able to hit a couple of threes in the moment to get them things going. And then when the game was on the line, well, we were down what seven points at one point in the fourth quarter. Then it got close in the game on the line. All of a sudden, my man is isoing people in in the half court, hitting clutch buckets in the mid range. Still look like he can't move, but still hitting the buckets, and then and, and getting four point plays with heart and stuff. It was I was like, what? this man is a killer, man. This I don't know how he ended up with freaking thirty points and hitting clutch basket at the clutch basket, but Jalen Brunson is Mister Big Shot, man. Sorry, sorry, Chauncey Billups, I took the name Brunson Big Shot. Jalen Brunson Big Shot is his name. All right, he hit a bunch of big shots today. A bunch of them. Hmm. Wow. Four for two or six. I I couldn't believe I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I I never been so happy to be so wrong. <laughs> CJ, <laughs> he was cooking people, man. I, I don't know. What what did you guys think of the game or Jalen Brunson's performance or whatever your thoughts are? You can go first, Lee. This is year one, man. This is Jalen Brunson's first year with us. We are only just beginning to carve out the memories of what it's going to be like with him as our point guard. We are so used to all those names that you dropped when the show started, JLS. Names that are guys that were maybe in the lead one, two more years after their time with us. Guys that were bums, rec lead, 24-hour fitness guys. Guys are on 10-day contracts. Whoa, guys are whoa, in the team. Knicks legends, all right? Knicks legends. They weren't Brunson, <laughs> all right? 
I'm not. No, they had the jersey on. The Knicks legends. All right, keep continuing. Once a bum, always a no, bum. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, damn. Yo, Chase oh, Randall, if you want to keep coming, kick it with us. We'll kick Lee off so you can, because he calls you a bum. All right, you can keep. That's fine. Right? Listen, man. Jalen Brunson, man. This kid, he just has that dog mentality. And we've talked about it. I love the connections with his pops. His pops was part of a 9-9 team. Knows what this this type of winning means to New York City. I mean, he's he's inspiring a, a brand new generation of fans like me who have only known the poverty under the Dolan uh, ownership. And so it's been really great for him to come on board. And we damn near hit the 50 bird. Now we're in a second round and we're pushing Miami 1-1 going back to MSG South. It's just a really great feeling. The guys, he's a... He's the most clutch Nick I've ever seen, yeah. period. Straight up. I, but there is something about him that not even Melo had. When the ball is in his hands, and he threw it away. He had that nasty turnover in crunch time. But there's when he's about to shoot, I feel so supremely confident that ball is going in. And I've never felt that way about someone in the orange and blue until him. And that's an unbelievable feeling. Yeah. He's definitely one of the most clutch Knicks i ever seen, most uncontrolled. And he just has that grit about him. There was a point when he fell to the floor and he didn't get up for like a good 30 seconds and I held my breath and I was like, oh God, here we go. And he took his breath, he got up and he kept going and he proved me wrong, man. And I'm so glad he proved me wrong because we needed all of his 30 points and we needed all of that timing. We needed everything he gave us today to get this win, man. Brunson, it's funny, I felt bad because hated the way we played. I hated the way we played in that first half so much to the Me point too. where I was thinking before we got here, it's like, man, we deserve to lose this game the way we playing. But then at the same time, the way Brunson fought, the way Randall fought, um, to bring us back, it made me like, no, no, we do deserve this win because these guys battled injuries, getting hurt further because both of those guys looked a little off at sometimes to get this win. So I, I'm taking this win. I'm taking this win proudly. And y'all did a great job closing this game out. Despite the Vincents and the, and the Khaleds and all the whose mans is this no names that came and lit us up tonight. <laughs> yeah, man, it was crazy. But um, yeah, Brunson came up big when the Knicks really needed him the most, the most in that second half, especially in the fourth quarter. And I do like some of the adjustments that Brunson made in late in the late part of the game because I think one thing that really pissed me off about the Knicks tonight with the way they were playing was he played that daunting zone defense which the Knicks seemed like they just cannot figure out at times and guys just kept on driving into the teeth of the zone and I'm just like why are you driving into the teeth of the zone that's not how you break a zone and it could just continually continuously did that over and over again and just kept on you know just having the offense falter every time they did that. And I think one of the things that the Knicks started to do was that instead of just continuing to like attack the teeth of the zone, they started to switch it up a little bit. You know, like there was, like there was a play where you had a give and go with um, Hardesty and Brunson, you know, which kind of had Brunson get like an easy layup, but he missed it. And, you know, and then Brunson started to attack from the outside. Like Brunson stopped trying to go into the teeth of the defense. He just tried to attack from the outside. And got him, got his shots that way. So I knocked down threes. And ultimately, I mean, if you look at the stats, like this is why the Knicks won tonight. Like, Reason. yeah, last game the Knicks only shot twenty percent from three. Reason. Tonight they shot forty percent and made sixteen threes, and that made a huge difference in the game. And then 
I think with the addition of Randall as well, coming back into the fold, Knicks out rebounded the Heat by 16. And those are and those are extra effort, you know, stats. And I think the only way the Knicks are gonna win this series, they have to out hustle the Heat. They have to out hustle them. Have to. Have to. And I think the ball movement in the second half was like a, a life force for us. It, it helped because usually when you get those offensive rebounds is when you swing the ball from the left to the right and you get the team off balance. And now they're out of position to get the offensive rebounds. I think a lot of our rebounding numbers came from that because we wasn't getting those rebounds in the first half. But we wasn't really swinging the ball in the first half. So I think the ball movement definitely helped that. And also Julius Randle, man. Julius motherfucking Randle. People were, oh, we don't, we, we don't need him. We don't need him. We needed that man today. We, because when our defense was so bad and Randall bailed us out in the second quarter, he did. We saw the flashes of the old Julius Randall when he was hitting step back threes and, and, and going to the hole and dominating people. That softened up the defense for us a lot, got us back into the game. And then the third quarter came, he just changed his whole game up. He started playing like he was playing when he was playing against the Cavs. Just going to the hole, kicking it out. Reversing, open threes. All that third and fourth quarter. Julius Randle was definitely needed. And I I appreciate, I I just appreciate how he played. Even though he made that dumb turnover in the fourth quarter where he he just stepped out of bounds and almost gave me another heart attack. (laughs) Like, man. Randall's gonna do some 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 strange things every now and again, but he still had a, a great game overall. Sorely missed him for sure. Yeah. It's nice that we're we're kind of here to like watch this journey of Randall and that he wasn't someone that was signed for $110 million out the gate like Stoudemire, who had previous success with another team like Carmelo with Denver, that he was someone who we took a flyer on. They wanted to come here and elevate his game in New York to add to his game, grow, to help a fan base achieve success. And has been stuck here since the Fisdale, Steve Mills era, yeah. and is still here with the Thibodeau, Leon Rose era, and is playing unbelievable basketball. He really represents, I think, the heart of this city, the, the highs and the lows. Uh, like our fandom is embodied really in him as a player. And I have a special soft spot in, soft spot in my heart for him because of the mental and emotional trials and tribulations that he's gone through. I think it really it helps a fan like me to really empathize with him as the best player on the team, or at least, you know, statistically the best player on the team, even though he's not the closure that Brunson is. There's something really beautiful about rooting for him and cheering for him because he's so human in, in that way. And that, you know, there's a, there's a lot to relate to, unlike, you know, some of the other guys that have tried to come to the city that were a bigger name, maybe on the last ledge of their career. There's something very authentic and real about Randall. And it's one of my favorite qualities about him. Yeah, redemption story, man. Everybody loves a redemption story. And he's had the, the, the arcs where he was the man, then the villain, then the, the man again. So it, this team is special because of the different stories that kind of are intertwined with this team. We have a bunch of guys who are young guys. We have Brunson, who was a guy who was forgotten on another team. The second round pick disregarded as a guy who only going to be a basic dude, comes to New York and becomes one of the... It becomes the most clutch player everywhere to wear a Knicks uniform in a very short period of time. And then, and then we starting to get to RJ Barrett, who had another monstrous game. This is like his fourth efficient scoring game in a row where he scores, what, like 25 points, 
Um, he, he, he hits threes today. Uh, and he, he just was dominant. And he figured out something that, that works for him now. I, I looked up his cleaning the glass stats today, RJ Barrett. And in that long mid-range, he's now in the playoffs. He's elite in that long mid-range. He's in the 91st percentile in shooting the long mid-range, RJ Barrett. Who the guy who's not elite at anything is elite in that mid-range. So I, it's the the cast, the characters, man, on his team and the way they, they came are, are very special. So there's like a lot of little storylines going for Sakine. It, it makes it makes us want to root for them. Yeah, man, most definitely. RJ Barrett, he definitely had a good game tonight. 24 points, 8 of 17 shooting from the field, 5 of 9 from three-point range. Like, I thought he had a really good game tonight. Um, He definitely, like, I think what's been working for him so far is just the fact that, like, he, that, you know, he's able to drive to the basket and he takes his time, you know, like, yeah, he actually takes his time to, like, read the defense and get himself into the right spot to, you know, and sometimes he'll, like, take the little mid-range jumper, you know, sometimes he'll go all the way to the basket for the layup, sometimes he'll run into the lane and take that like one-handed, you know, one-handed baby hook shot that he takes as well. Like, so I like that part of RJ Barrett's game. Like, you know, in the past, he should just drive straight to the basket and just force it, you know, and not try to read the defense and see what the defense is giving him. And now he's actually driving to the basket, look at what the defense is giving him and act. And then he reacts accordingly. Yeah. Um, He didn't see the, he didn't see the game. I mean, he didn't really see any minutes in the late part of the game, but I understand Dib's reasoning because, the Knicks needed some spacing for yeah. for Brunson to, to operate and guys like that. So I understand why he put Grimes into the game because the Heat actually respect Grimes' shot. Like Grimes That's might not guy. be shooting a lot of shots, but they but they actually respect Grimes' shot. And I think the fact that they actually respected Grimes on the court that allowed Brunson and those guys to have more space to operate, which ultimately led to the win and. I don't know if this is going to make this change going into game three, but I would suggest him going back to what got the Knicks here and start grinds back to the starting lineup and have Hart come off the bench just for that extra spacing early in games yeah. because they actually respect Grimes' shot and just see how it goes, you know. But, you know, I don't know if he's going to actually do that because it seems like he's hell-bent on having mm. Hart start and have Hart guard um, Jimmy early in games. I, and I'm assuming he's doing that because he wants to throw Jimmy off and not give Jimmy any, any type of momentum for the, for the rest of the game. Yeah. And we talked about that earlier, like the, the catch 22 where it seemed like Josh can guard Jimmy better, but the, t- the, the heat, they run a lot of zone. They run more zone than any team in the league. And Grimes is our zone buster. And then I know we complain that he hasn't been getting shots, but at the same time, every time he touches the ball, do you see how far up heat players are up on Grimes? Compared to other players, yeah. Um, um, even Julius Randle, like as much as as good as Obi's been shooting, when Randle is in the game, the attention he creates is massive, and creates other shots for other people. Which is why, even today, like this is the most off-ball threes I've seen Jalen Brunson take. All series. Like all playoffs. And when we talk about, oh, we need Julius for some people who are like against it, this is what this is a reason why. This is a reason why. And then when you have this version of Randall today where he's passing the ball out, um, 
it, it 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 creates open shots for everybody, but more but more importantly, you create shot open shots for Jalen Brunson, who is our best three point shooter. And you know what? He was he she was shooting a lot of off the dribble threes last game. Now you can shoot him off the catch, and that's really where his strength is. Really, really. So we we need all hands on deck for sure, for sure. For, um, you said I'm not on the phone. I can I could sign back into the phones for you, but salute to the chat. Shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Shout out to Gamer Channel Alexander. Shout out to Shells. Yo, Shells. Shout out to Shells. Shout out to me, Regan. Knicks are nice. I saw my guy Prezi, the boss in the chat. I seen you picks for Timmy. Everybody else is rocking with the show. Hit that like and subscribe button if you rock with the KOT show. I'm letting you know right now the show's coming down after the live. And it's coming right back up so you can see that in the morning or you know post it right back up okay uh so stay tuned for that all right cool um what about the the intent josh Hart almost had a triple double man josh Hart had a triple double i have the heart to heart thing for me is touching on my heartstrings because mitchell robinson was having uh i'm gonna I'm quote ryan g a basura game today <laughs> all right, trouble. Um, I don't even. Th- Sometimes some of the fouls I felt like were kind of floppy, like when when um, home, when a uh, dude when he Mitch was trying to run through the screen and he fell over. Like they're gonna give that big man that that foul every single time if you flop. But it is what it is. Hartenstein really came in and saved us, man. The touchdown pass to Grimes, um, when the game was close. The offensive rebounding. When the game was close, the 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 pick that got us a four point play in the fourth quarter, when the game was close, Lee said it a few times. Hartenstein, uh, the best backup big in the NBA, he he proved his worth today. Had a monstrous big plays, only three points and nine rebounds, but extremely loud three points and nine rebounds. This game was exactly why Leon Rose deserves Executive of the Year. The three biggest players of this game. With the three pickups that he made in the offseason, Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, and Isaiah Hardenstein. This team would be what we were last year if not for those three upgrades. And Josh Hart, there is a strong case, was the best and most impactful pickup of the deadline. The Suns are down 0-2 right now. If they lose to Denver and we get past Miami, he was the best pickup of the deadline deal. I mean, his impact is insurmountable. You cannot quantify heart and toughness. He is losing insurance. He's in there in the last couple minutes and will ensure you will not lose a game. There was a moment where they hit they they hit a three. <clears throat> I think Randall was inbounding the ball and he almost lost it. And Josh Hart quickly grabbed it yeah. to make sure that the Knicks retained possession. And I was like, that's the type of shit that the other team would have gotten a quick two pointer on us, and it would have been a one point game, and we, then we lose on free throws. Not with Josh Hart there. That's losing insurance. He ensures you don't lose a game, and he does whatever it takes. Diving for a loose ball, getting an offensive rebound, botsing out, hitting a three, hitting free throws, anything. To, to you And we have needed a guy like that for 20 years. We haven't had a guy like that. We've had a great star and some three-point shooters, but we've never had someone. We thought Iman Shumper was it. There's multiple guys in, during, during the season. I thought Ronnie Brewer was going to be it. They weren't it. Josh Hart is it. And, and if we didn't have, yeah, if we didn't have him, I don't know if we would have gotten out of the first round. So, man, shout out Leon Rose for pinpointing him and getting such a great fleece on Portland to bring him to the Knicks. Man, we're getting out of the second round because of Josh Hart. Yeah, man, that man is insurance. That man, that man is Geico, man. That man is insurance. Okay. Right? 
I'll say I'll say this about Josh Hart. Only one part of his game really upset me tonight. And it was the fact that he was not a threat from three-point range. He corrected it later on in the game. Yes. Hit some big he ones too. Yeah, like, yeah, I know he corrected it later on in the game when he hit those like two big corner threes. But I need for Josh Hart, like if he is if he's on the perimeter and he has the three and he has the three-point shot and it's open. Take the shot. Stop pump faking to try to get into the lane when you know that he's going to pack the lane and you, and you have nowhere to go. Just shoot the damn three. If you're open, shoot it. <laughs> please. Please shoot it, man. There was a few times where I'm just like, I already know that he ain't even going to guard him for that three because everybody know and their mama know he ain't shooting that three. He's pump faking exactly. that going. Uh, but listen, the end of the game, this is, this is what I love about Josh Hart, though. He'll pump fake the three the whole game when the game is on the line. And they kick him that three. He shoots it. And nine times out of ten, he hits that motherfucker. All right. And he did that like two or three times today. All right. So Josh Hart, man, in the clutch. I love it. I, I love it. Almost had a triple double. Didn't have Jimmy. You know, he didn't, but you know, he didn't have to guard him today. But he did, he did, he just did everything that needed to be done. Big game from Josh Hart. Huge, 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 man. So big that I almost, you know, I almost excused how bad the bench was today. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Woo. Bad. We, this, this was our strength, guys. We came in as like, yeah, we got the best bench in the Yeah, that bench, my beat, my beat. Yeah, we got him. We got him. Nah, nah, no. <laughs> no. That second quarter, the bench caused me to have a heart attack, man. I don't know the defense. They were sending two or three at the ball at certain times and giving up layups. Uh, IQ, IQ got it together for like a good two-minute stretch in the fourth quarter, which is very important. Which is very important because that helped us keep get some momentum for the fourth quarter. But other than that, though, the, the air balls, OB, I mean, he didn't get much time. But uh, the, the bench, man, the bench got to get together. IQ, I'm still waiting for you to show up. You showed up a little bit today. You showed up a little bit, and they took you out. Uh, but rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah. Tibbs, do a good job taking him out. All right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I also have to say I'm also disappointed at Obi's performance as well because Obi performed really well in game one, and I don't know if it was the pressure of game two of it being a must-win, but it's – I don't know. He airballed those first two, those first two three pointers, and I think like on a couple of possessions, he let this dude like Highsmith, like he lose he loses this guy on on the offensive end and have this guy get like either an easy basket or or like or make an easy pass for an open three. And I'm just like Obi, like come on, get your head in the game. So Obi really upset me tonight as well with his performance. But yeah, the best needs to get it together, and that's why I am all for moving Hart back to the bench. Have Grimes start because I feel like because Hart can still play those clutch minutes down the stretch for us. Yeah, and it and it strengthens the bench as well, so the Knicks can have that advantage with the bench again. And then with Grimes starting, like he, he actually is going to open up some space for Brunson and those guys to operate as well. So that's why I am all for going back to what the, got the Knicks here to begin with. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I wonder if some of the reasons why the rotations were so off is maybe. The, the switch kind of threw off the chemistry and the rotation. So I wonder if that could be what was happening. 
but it, it, it happened a lot. And like I said, thank you. Thank you, Julius Randle, for bailing us out in that second quarter and hitting some crazy back-to-back threes to get, get us back at the striking distance. And thank you, Jalen Brunson, for closing out the game. Hey, and thank you, RJ Barrett, for holding it down in the first quarter. All right? Complete team win. Complete team win. All right. Yeah, the phone line's over if you want to call. Although we can, we can, you know, go to bed early feeling good. I know y'all guys probably want to watch that Golden State game. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, if you want to call in 319, uh, what's, what's the number again? 319-527-6241. That's 319-527-6241. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to add, you want to get off your chest. Uh, you want to touch on? Uh, I think the only thing I want to say really is um, for the Knicks to win this series, the key is really Randall because there's really nobody on the heat that can stop that man. <laughs> if that man goes off, the Knicks can win this series. That, that's all I really got to say. And I do have a bro pick. Oh, what is your bro pick? So, you know, um just scrolling through the Twitter universe, you know, seeing what's going on and this and that. And apparently Josh Hart and Jalen Brunson had another episode during the post-conference where Josh Hart decides, you know what? I'm going to bring pizza to the post-conference. And my man is chowing down on a slice of pizza as reporters are asking Jalen Brunson questions to answer and just throw my man off as he's trying to answer those questions. <laughs> so wait, the bra is Josh Hart. Josh Hart? Bruh. <laughs> my man's can't eat pizzas in the press conference. My man's hungry. He's, he's, this man runs up and down the court more than everybody else. He, he he's crashing all over the place. He, he, he never stops talking. That takes a lot of energy. He, he brought my man for, for eating some lunch. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's just funny how it throws Jalen Brunson off. It's like he can't even answer the questions because he's like, this guy's eating like right next to him as he's trying to answer <laughs> questions. <laughs> oh, man. I guess first brought Josh Hart for, for being hungry. All right. All right. Bruh. All right. I'll take it. <laughs> I think when Jimmy Butler eventually comes back, because you know he will, he's too much of a dog. I was debating George on this at the pregame show on Into Minutes verse. I think. Butler is one of the top five toughest players in the NBA. He's probably the toughest superstar in the NBA. Definitely a playoff superstar, however you want to determine. He's unbelievably tough and a dog. He's like a, a super dog. He has all the intangibles that a dog has. Except he just has a three-level scoring. If he comes back and when he comes back, him and Brunson will cancel each other out. The unstoppable force is Randall. Randall and Bam Adebayo are not on the same level. Bam Adebayo is a more consistent, better defender can defend better in a man-on-man and in a team's team, but Randall is an unstoppable force offensively. If he, if he continues to play just as he did today, we don't need no superstar, you know, mellow ISO type Randall, but just what he did today. If he does us this, we will win this series in six because there is no equivalent on Miami's side, even if Hero was back and Victor Oladipo was back, it wouldn't matter. Randall is a great equalizer, and if he can continue to show up and not get injured and stay healthy, which I think he will, we're winning the series. I also want to give, I don't have a bro pick, but I got a, you're a badass pick. And that's Tom Thibodeau. I got to say one thing, man. Let me tell you this. I know decision-making, I've been hard on him. But there's one thing I've never wavered on. He just tries to buy in. There's coaches that you come into a huddle, you're down, 
need to make a run. He is a type of coach that you want in your huddle. You want him in the trenches with you because he's never shaken. He's never scared. And he never not has a game plan. Guys like Mike Brown, they win coach of a year. Mike D'Antoni, they win coach of a year. But I've watched their huddles. They're scared. They're timid. They shake. They don't know exactly what play to run to get you back in the game or know exactly how to push a button to get you back playing defense at a high level. Tom Thibodeau does, and I will give him that. No matter what schemes he does or rotations he does, he's the type of dog you want in the churches with you. And his team, obviously, the Saints team, agrees with that. They buy into it, and they believe in him. And I'm glad that we have him on the sidelines for this series. It's crazy, the the, the 180 that Lee has done on Tom Thibodeau. It's, it's kind of nuts to me. But you know what? You know what? I, 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 Tom Thibodeau does a tremendous job coaching this team. Um but also, I feel like this is also a team award, too, because the front office has done a really good job of getting a certain type of player who fits Tom Thibodeau's mentality. There's no softies on this team. Ever since, no. a, since I'm not going to mention his name. Ever since a certain player left, I feel like a lot of these players are like mentally tough, hardworking, gym rat type of players who like to be coached hard. And when you have a lot of those guys in the same place, with this type of coach, um, I think this type of coach can get the most out of those players because of that personality. So I feel like Tom is doing a good job. I feel like Leon Rose has done a good job getting those players here. And I think we're, we're reaping the benefits of that right now. So, yeah. I, I agree. Jail, as you said, did a 180. You know who did a better, better 180? is Tom Thibodeau. He changed from the start of this season to now. If I was still criticizing him and saying fire tips, I'd be an idiot and wouldn't be deserving of any platform to, to, to speak my piece. I am following the evidence in front of me. The man's doing a great job. I don't have any complaints. And the one thing we all always agreed on, all three of us, the man has the ear of the team. They believe in him. He's a, he's a great leader. He's a great inspirer. If not necessarily a great strategist or in-game adjustment, the dude can inspire a team to play super hard. And he's been doing that. And you need that against Eric Spostra, who might outcoach you strategically, but at least tips to match him for fire and intensity. And I'm happy for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Well said, Lee. Well said. That was oh, good shots for that. Heads outside, baby. Let's Heads go. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the Knicks win, man. This feels good. It feels good to be here, second round. Uh, and haven't been here the first time. I've been in second round in what twenty years. This just feels really, really, really good. It feels great. Move on to the third round. I ain't think, I mean, one game at a time. One one game at a time, but. Knicks fans, enjoy this feeling, man. Y'all deserve it. We take all a bunch of stuff from ESPN and all the haters who said we couldn't get here. Everybody who was laughed at us thought that we wasn't even like a play-in team. We here, man. So mm -hmm. I want everybody to take in these wins, go to work, and gloat at all the haters around you, all right? Then come back <laughs> as we do the next show, and we're going to do it all over again, all right? Well said. <laughs> but shout out, shout out to, shout out to my, I see my peoples in the chat coming in. Shout out to uh, Marshall, I seen you. Shout out to the girl, K Steel. Ooh, ooh, I see you, <laughs> K Steel. just going to sneak in and just, and just say one thing and then just sneak back out. I see you, K Steel, all right? First lady of KOT show. All right, I saw you. Shout out to Samir Sariano. Shout out to Gamer Channel, who's always representing. Shout out, shout out to, uh, to Glamour Knicks. I see you. Shout out to you. Shout out to everybody rocking with the show. Adrian Santana, shout out to you as well, man. All right. All right, man. That's the show. I got nothing. I had none left to say. I had something to say when, oh, about the Randall thing. But eh. all I'll say is the one thing that I didn't really, that I, I appreciate more about Randall today 
when Bam is in the game is like how much tougher it is for Bam to score mm. when Randall is guarding him. Yes. Versus yeah. Mitch and Hardenstein. Uh, so not only like offensively, yes, he gives us another ball handle, another creator to give other people open shots when he does his drive and kick thing because he's such a force and no one can really guard him one-on-one on that team, maybe outside of Jimmy Butler, right? Um, but the other part is defensively, mm-hmm. I ain't doing nothing. Randall's there, like that little oh, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shoot that mid range. All that was done. That wasn't happening. So, yeah, Randall. Next game, let's let's go into Miami. Let's let's, let's start the process of wrapping things up, and hopefully we get to the next step. All right. So good show, guys. Man, good show. All right. You didn't tell Miami scared of Randall. They were letting RJ cook in the first half. They weren't scared of RJ. They're scared of Randall, and they're scared of Jalen Brunson for sure. Yeah. No. They are, and they should be. <laughs> yeah, Runs, Brunson is an assassin, and Randall is a freaking tank, all right? <laughs> Unbelievable, bro. <laughs> like, man, I'll be scared, too, all right? But, yo, Lee, man, let them know where they can find you, man. All positivity, man. I'm on a, I'm on a, a bum-fighting hiatus for fellow Knit fans. Miami fans get the smoke. Cleveland fans posting 9-11 memes still get the smoke. At underscore Leah Stabito, I'm trying to be nice and friendly. We're going to have some some people on the show here uh, coming up that I'm going to be nice and friendly to. Uh, it's all smiles from my fellow orange and blue uh, Knit fans, baby. I love y'all. I'm so happy to watch these wins with y'all, man. It's great yeah, talking to the chat and my boys, Ryan and, and Jay Ellis, man. Nothing better. Let's go. Yes, right. sir. Do you realize we've been doing Nick of Time since 2016? And this is the first yes. time we doing a second round playoff show? Come on, man. <laughs> Damn. Wow. This is the first right. time. Wow. This is this is on, this is the second time we're doing the playoff show in, in general. <laughs> For real. This is the second year we're doing a playoff show since 2016. <laughs> And the great thing is that there's going to be many more playoff shows to come because the way this team is set up, they're going to be a very good team for years to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. First of many. Let's go. Let's do it. Ryan G, let them know where you find you, man. You can find me on Instagram at Sergi is chilling. Sergi is chilling. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I. You can also find me at Sergi's Corner. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T and Gamers Channel. Yes, you are right. Broad pick goes to the Rangers to get a shutout in game seven by the damn Devils. Come on now, Rangers. Come on now. What's Bruh. going on? What is going on? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. You can't all be winners in New York, I guess. All right. Uh, well, let's, let's, all right. Well, you already know the deal, man. Follow us. Well, listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can listen to the KOT show, Snapbacks, Black and White, Blue and Orange, at the nickoftimeshow.com. That is the nickoftimeshow.com just go there hit catalog top boom get that all right follow us on twitter at the KOT show instagram at the nick time show and facebook at the nick time show as well all right all right that is our show i'm letting you guys know right now i'm shutting down the show it's coming right back up in the morning shout out to ice spice inspired iq to hit six straight points in the Let's fourth quarter go. yeah ice spice come through the game five we need come to through the game five come Come through. Lee, you still a munch, but he's still is cool. <laughs> I spiced it. <laughs> Come to my place. Let's kick it. Let's go. <laughs> I spice, baby. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Your girl going to kick a munch. <laughs> I'll be a munch for I spice. No shame. <laughs>
Oh man. Oh man. Uh, spice up your life. All right. That is our show. <laughs> spice go reference if you need to. My guys. Oh man. That is our show. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. I'm so I'm laughing so much. I've got the outro. Thank you. Good, good, good show, guys. And as you already know. Shout out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Nick's YouTube streets. Nick! Round two. We going to Miami Beach. We getting that win, all right? That's our show. We out here. Yeah. York, New York, big city of dreams. New York, New York, big city of dreams.